Welcome to the Indie Game Development Podcast. Here we tackle the challenges of indie game development head-on, from the technical to the emotional, and talk about the secrets to conquering self-doubt on your journey to crafting games that people will love. Subscribe so you never miss another episode, and if you haven't already, please give us a rating and review so that this podcast gets shared with more people. We'd really, really appreciate it. Ready? Let's go. Today, I want to give you six reasons why indie game dev is the best job on the planet. I've been in and out of the games industry, mostly as a hobbyist, for about seven years. But now that I'm working on a game full-time, I want to tell you why I believe that being a game developer is literally the best job in the entire world. The first reason is just immense satisfaction. Working on a commercial game will have emotional ups and downs, obviously. But overall, at the end of the day, you're working on something you really care about. And so with each step forward, you're just going to feel a huge sense of accomplishment at the end of the day. I've worked in fast food restaurants, factories, warehouses, nine to five offices. I've done it all. There is something very different about sitting down to work at an office where you really don't care about the work that you're doing and sitting down to work on your game that you thought up and you're trying to bring to life. Suddenly, the hours are going to matter a whole lot less to you than the actual tasks that you complete each day. And I promise you, when you're, when you're working on games, the hours just melt away. You're not going to be sitting there twiddling your thumbs trying to keep busy till the end of your workday. You're going to be busting your ass to make sure your game is as awesome as possible. And you will be exhausted at the end of the day, but you're also going to feel a sense of pride in your work. And getting to feel that every day is an absolutely incredible feeling. Reason number two, you are not going to get bored. Seriously, not ever. (laughs) You cannot get bored as an indie game developer. Your motivation levels may go up and down from day to day, but you won't be bored. As an indie, you are an artist, a designer, a programmer, a marketer, a bookkeeper, a content creator, a social media manager, and everything else. You have to wear so many hats, so you're not going to get stuck doing the same task again and again for too long because there's always something else to do. On top of this, you personally are always learning and growing. I was talking about this with my dad recently, and he asked me if in game development, he was just wondering if you ever reach a point where you just know everything. Like you're just an expert and automatically you just know exactly how to make whatever it is that you want to make. And to any of you who have even just a little bit of experience making games, you'll know that the answer is no. You have to develop an overwhelming number of skills to be able to make video games, programming, 2D art or 3D modeling, animations, particles, shaders, sound design, level design, enemy design, and learning how to work in your engine. Knowing how to code, whether you do it visually with nodes or whether you do it by writing scripts, that in itself could honestly take lifetimes to master. There's always something new to learn there. And the APIs themselves change. The scripting libraries are constantly evolving and changing and improving with new things. There are always new tricks to learn. The tools for developers are constantly changing and improving as well. The tools are so good now you know, a long time ago would have taken a team of people years to create, an individual could now make in a few weeks if they know what they're doing. If you want to be able to keep up with the industry, you're on a constant learning curve. And this is not a bad thing. This is a good thing. I think people who pursue game dev are people who like challenging themselves on some level. And if you're one of those people, game dev is not going to let you down. Reason number three is so many options. 
Do you want to work for someone else? Do you want to do freelance work? Do you want to start your own business? What about your game itself? What kind of game do you want to make? Do you want to make a 2D game, a 3D game, a puzzler, platformer, sandbox, real-time strategy, shooter, RPG, sports, party, survival, battle royale? You could literally work in this industry for a thousand years, literally, I think, and work on a different game, one after the other after the other, and you'd still have unique experiences and challenges every single day. You can code a game by yourself in your bedroom or work on a game with a group of friends or create a business that scales and ends up with like dozens of employees. Now, most of you will likely either start by yourselves or you're going to start with a small group of friends. But if you're happy there, you can stay there. And if you want more, you have the option to expand. There is no glass ceiling with this. Option number four is studying and learning now involves playing video games. Stephen King said, if you want to be a writer, you must do two things above all others. You must read a lot and write a lot. And the same goes for game dev. As a developer, you are now an artist. Even if you're not making the actual art for your game, you are creating art by creating your game. And as artists, we want to be soaking up as much creativity as possible. And you do that by playing other games. My wife Nikki and I are making a Metroidvania, and so I've been playing a lot of other Metroidvanias recently to see what they did well and what I'd want to do differently. But you also want to explore other genres too. My rule of thumb is, if the game inspires me, it's worth playing and studying, even if it's just to soak up some creativity and it has like nothing to do with the game I'm currently creating. As a game developer, your craft is video games, and you want to be experiencing as much of your craft as humanly possible. It's going to make you better at creating them, especially once you start playing games with a bit more of a critical eye, and you'll develop that critical eye when you become a developer. You're going to see things, and you're not going to be able to help it. You'll be like, I wonder how they did that. I've always loved playing video games, and I love that I'm now in a position to tell people that when I'm playing video games, I can legitimately say that I'm studying them and I'm learning them. Reason number five is a variety of income opportunities. Besides freelancing or getting a job or making your own game and selling it on Steam, there are still a lot of ways to make money if you have skills in game development. You can sell just about anything on asset stores. You're good at art, you can upload your sprites or models, and people can buy your art assets. If you're good at programming, Maybe you've developed some systems or tools for your game that makes creating your game a little bit easier and could save some people time. You can sell that system. If you're good with particle systems, you can sell those. I've seen plenty of those on the asset store. I've purchased some myself. Good with shaders, you can sell those as well. Game Dev is also really popular on YouTube. There are full-time YouTubers who make a living off devlogs or tutorial channels. I have a YouTube channel and it's not enough for me to be full time yet, but it's it's a really growing industry and I'm excited to be a part of it. And it's really entertaining to watch people create games and see all of the challenges that they have to overcome. Because the barrier of entry is so low for game development now, with fully featured game engines being completely free and additional tools ranging from free to like really, really cheap, there are now an unprecedented number of new game developers and games being created. And new game developers are willing to pay for courses in order to speed up their learning curve. YouTube is a great place to find one-off tutorials to learn how to do this, you know, one 
thing specifically, but YouTubers need to focus on retention rather than giving you all of the vital information around that subject that you might need. If you do that on YouTube, people are going to get bored and they're going to click off. So you don't find information like that on YouTube very often. YouTube is a great place to learn when you are a beginner, but that also means that there's a huge market for intermediate to advanced learning resources that needs to be filled and people are willing to pay for that. You could earn money from blogging about your game dev journey. You could release a game and then write a book about your experience. I know the creator of Spelunky did that. And this is just what I could think of off the top of my head. There are many other ways to earn money in this industry because people are willing to pay to shorten their learning time. People are willing to pay for tools that save them time or save them headaches. And the industry itself is just interesting. So you have loads to work with if you're a content creator and want to pursue making money through that area as well. Reason number six is honestly joy and fun. And I saved the best reason for last year. I'm in my mid 30s and I can tell you that working as a game developer, I am more in touch with my inner kid than I have ever been. Video games mean different things to different people, but I think mostly everyone will agree that they serve as an escape from your problems. Even if it's just temporary, that's a really amazing thing to be able to offer people. You get to create something that will, even if it's just for a little bit, you're going to get them out of their own head, out of their problems, and now all of a sudden they're explorers or heroes or adventurers or puzzle solvers or whatever else. You get to create an entire world and you get to decide all of the rules. It's like when you played with Lego when you were a kid, but the Legos come to life and live in the world you built for them. You're creating something that can invoke strong feelings and emotions from people. You can create characters and storylines that people will fall in love with and want to be a part of. But as an indie game developer, you are literally the master creator of a living, breathing world. It's all entertainment mediums combined into one amazing interactive experience. There's nothing quite like putting your blood, sweat, and tears into a project and then handing a friend a controller and watching them play your game. It's an amazing experience, especially obviously when they enjoy the experience. That's all I got. If you love this episode and you haven't already left a rating and review, then please consider doing that now. It really helps the podcast grow and reach more awesome people like yourself. Thanks so much.